Hello once again to another episode of the Artuchic Venom Commentaries. I am one of your hosts, Gary Hill, and with you tonight is Nudie. Hello! What's up, man? <laughs> another day in paradise, another day in podcasting land. Yeah, for sure, man. And happy Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th, indeed. With no Jason at all, goddammit. Mm. And, uh, with us, uh, for, for, for a while, that's great. Mr. Mike Merriman, how you doing, sir? If I keep showing up, the the drink minimum is going to have to be raised to be above two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a lightweight, though, so I'll be okay. <laughs> and I'm with us also tonight is Suzanne. How you doing? I'm good, and I've already had three. We haven't even hit play yet. Damn. Pretty fly for a white gal. She's going to start doing the robot dance first, I'll tell you right now. No. Especially, especially no, when she trips over her dog and breaks her phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's one fluid motion, you know she's really good at it then. <laughs> and with us also is TJ. How you doing, sir? Uh, you know, I was born on Friday the 13th, the day that the original movie took place in 1980, in June. And uh, my mom almost named me Jason. <laughs> it almost happens. Already <laughs> <laughs> with the sword, see? Here he goes, ruining his introduction. The Wild Man yeah. Willis, how you doing, sir? Fuck this movie. <laughs> <sighs> Who would have guessed? An angry black man on the show. Oh, snap. <laughs> he's, he's still uh, sad after the farewell speech last night. I ain't watched that shit. I was ready for his ass to go. He ain't getting me no extra damn money. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, dangerous showing him this movie. There's going to be more riots and looting. No, oh, that's okay. <laughs> it, it, it keeps us on our toes. But tonight, uh, we uh, well, upon this release, this is not Friday the 13th. Uh, Shatter your illusion, everybody. But this will be released on Friday the 13th, so happy Friday the 13th, people. We do a uh, Friday the 13th film, well, one of them, without Jason, because Jason's in that first one for, at the very end. Spoilers, you know. But he's not in this movie at all. Super well, surprised. he is, as a vision. As a vision, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of a small child on a slicker. Arguably a ghost. Which happens early, by the way. But um, we're doing Friday 3D Part 5, uh, New Beginning, which is uh, well, suggested by Mike, but it is one of my favorites of the series. People yeah. shit on it way too much, just because there's no Jason in it. Go yeah. fuck yourself. I'll tell you, tell you ahead of time. Sh- I don't think they shit on it anymore, though. They people have they grown still, up. They still do. It's uh, every every horror franchise. Once you get about five sequels into it, it's gonna have those oddball, oddball, oddball entries. <laughs> I would say Friday the Thirteenth has more than one by the time I, we. I get like oddball better, actually. <laughs> oddball. Jason, I have, a, I have an oddball. I have an oddball myself, so. <laughs> um, you can look at like. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Halloween 3. I think people through the years kind of have come around on those. This one, I don't know. It's hard to tell because I don't think this one comes up as much in, like, conversation. Um, I've always liked it. When I when I first saw it, I rented it as a kid one of those summers where you go to your local video store and you just start renting every single horror movie that you can and... Uh, I always found this to be everything you could really want in a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah, the first time you watch it, it is 
I guess disappointing that it's not Jason in the end, um, or you find out in the end that it wasn't him the whole time. But as far as the movie itself, I mean, I think the kills are good. Lots of nudity. Um, they changed the highest body count. Little. Yeah. Um, you have, uh, uh, what's his character's name as demon? I think it uh, is Miguel Nunes. Yeah. You get the robot dance from the techno. You're going to get shit. it, bitch. So I think there's a lot to like about this movie. Um, I, from the intro, I take it. I already know that Willis does not like the movie, but I'm interested to see what everyone else has to say. And then that was your two degree of commentaries. Mike described everything that happens in the movie. And uh, we'll uh, (laughs) see you next time. (laughs) I would have hoped this isn't people's first time watching this. Probably not your listeners. (laughs) We're going to shoot into this. I've never been a fan of the... Woman? (laughs) Yo, we'll kick you off this show post-haste. She still thinks she's on FW. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play that shit here. No, no shenanigans whatsoever, you know. Never, no, it's a, ever. It's a, never, ever. No. Ever. <laughs> Where are you going to this in three, two, one, and go. Do we go now? We, we go, 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 okay? Okay, does everybody have the Paramount on the screen now? Uh, yes. Oh, no, no. Yes. It's I'm at 11, 12, 13. Now it's black. Now there's Tommy Jarvis walking in a raincoat. Corey Feldman reprising his role for a scene. Okay, is he walking now? He's getting ready to dig up Corey Haim. He's going to be... Look, Bob, a vampire. I think last night was one of the most surreal podcasting experiences I ever had. <laughs> last night was great. I need to go back and listen to that. Maybe Best show ever. Until next time, we do, we do German pornography. That Woo! time. And then a Serbian film. Oh, definitely. Maybe Rick will get I want to do a yeah. Serbian film on my show, but I don't know anybody else is now we can hear you. No baby rape, damn it. Baby rape and scat porn. That's the stuff I love for sure. You throw you throw Salo in there. That's a Saturday night altogether. Salo. I want to do that. I want to do Never Romantic. I want to do Shram, which Suzanne and I were talking about earlier. Again. You and Suzanne watch these movies all by yourself, just hanging out. <laughs> can we just say that his raincoat is not getting the job done? No, it's not. He's got these. He's got them big glasses. So this was filmed in Corey Feldman's backyard because he was filming the Goonies at the time. He was supposed to be the main character throughout the whole thing. I think it was the director's backyard. Okay, I just want to make sure. Are they standing in by the grave with a shovel? Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. You're going nuts. I'm, just, I'm, Neil, I'm paranoid Neil, now. Neil, can you confirm? I cannot confirm I or deny. I cannot confirm or deny that you know. Yeah. He is a crazy person. I thought it was I the director's backyard. Was but... backyard. Only his mother knows for sure. Because, yeah. like, he couldn't get to the set of the actual movie. And he had such a bad cold while filming this scene. <sighs> I'm sure. What? Can someone explain what the purpose of them... I mean, I know it's his dream, so weird shit can happen in your dream, but what exactly is the purpose? Like, what's the thrills of digging up Jason Voorhees? They wanted to be dream warriors. Yeah. Well, they probably, at this point, Jason Voorhees is dead. So they don't think that he's alive. They're just thrill seekers. 
doing well, that would be the that would kind of be the the idea if he's dead that they think he's dead yeah. this is where this is return of the living dead 2.5 they're doing they're graves again you better watch your tongue boys like this job Technically, Jason did not die in parts two through four. He got seemingly fatally wounded, but he wasn't because he's like got superpowers. But now he is dead. He's got his glasses off. He can't see at all now. Think how different this. Can't see without his glasses. How different this movie would have been if he would have actually been in the whole movie, though. You've been a little more boring because you, you, you can only do so much. Oh, just picking around, man. All right, now I got Alice Cooper's man behind the mask stuck in my head, and Lady Gaga's paparazzi. And he has the Jason Four look. DJ. The continuity. Yeah. I love how Jason gets up and he knows. Notice that this mask has the red chevrons on it. And later on, it's with the imposter, it's the blue chevrons. Yep. Spoiler alert! I actually got the Friday Five shirt from Fright Rags, the Roy's Revenge. Where it's, it's, it's him with the outpose with the axe. He's the last, well, I guess he'd be a non-Jason, he's the last Jason that I met, though. Imposter Jason. I got the other, sh the other one with all the characters in the sh in the picture. It's missing uh, the uh, cheek chevrons, though. I've got the Friday the Thirteenth three T-shirt, but it says Camp Counselor on the back. Nice. But none none of the people in three were Camp Counselors. Well, do you think anybody even knows that? There's only you guys. There's only three movies that have Camp Counselors. One. One, just, two, and just, six. Just don't wear it in TJ's presence because you made him upset already. Okay, it's just it's. <laughs> so Friday the Thirteenth one through four. Do those all happen within like a few days, or is it just one through three? Two through four. One two, takes four. place, and then two is five years later, and oh. then three is one, one day after two, and four is one day after three. Wow. You Got know, it. Jason changes so much. Yeah, he does. Those are artistic directorial uh, decisions. <laughs> so we have the Friday the Thirteenth logo now. Paramount uh, Pictures presents right yes. now. You're close enough. Yes, you're close okay. enough. Now it's the now. It's All the, right, just just making uh, sure. We're never we're never that that spot on anyway. Nope, not at all. Yeah, that was five minutes out of sync last night. Was because well, you had a that, version that was four minutes longer or something. That's no, mine why. was ten minutes longer. Yeah, so it's a there big you go. Gap. Oh, wasn't Shafar Ross in different strokes? Wasn't he like Dudley? Yep. Yeah. He, he he got molested. Oh yeah, I remember that. And it was by um the dude from WKRP. Good jump. Yep. He went for a ride on the whirlpool. Gordon jump. Made a bad joke about it in fucking uh in Family Guy. See how loud you can yell inside my ass. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Tiffany Helm, man. She was so hot back in this in this. She's movie. better I... she's better looking now, man. 
Are you fucking high? Is that, is that, is that robot girl? She's yeah, dude. She looks like Marta Colbert. Cobra now. They look like they've been hanging out and fucking doing meth together. Maybe they were. Oh, she is not good looking now. Uh, see, she wasn't bad looking. <laughs> yeah, TJ, one man's beauty can be another man's dog. Stop it. Pick on Gary. <laughs> I, I, just, I just have lower standards, that's all. TJ is uh, apparently... Oh, yeah, well, TJ's, you know, great Poupon kind of guy, so... Is, uh... Is his name was Jason or Crystal Lake Memories, like the long form documentary on the series? Crystal Lake Memories. Okay. TJ, she does not look like Marta Cover. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, she's yeah. not that bad. She's older, but she doesn't look that bad. I don't know, man. I saw Good some Lord. pictures. I used to just crush on her baby face from this movie with the I, uh, I seen her suit makeup and then. I saw her recently, and I was like, whoa, whoa. Well, I seen her in person, and she's not that bad looking. Yeah. So this loony, this loony bin has to be somewhat close to Crystal Lake in order for him to pull off, like, the Jason folklore. It's like a town or two away, I think. You know, well, that's a plantation right there. See, you get a lot of land, you know. None of these kids work the field, so it's kind of like old school. Yeah. That's why there ain't no black kids in this camp, except for the, the well, except for the one that's not supposed to be in the camp. The, the Dudley. Yeah, but he's not a part of the camp. He's like the grandson of somebody. Yep. Shavar Russ. He's just hanging out doing shit. Red Shavar. 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 I have to admit, that is an amazing porn stash. Yeah. Was he in the, was, was it the blob? No, 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 uh... I'm trying to think of the film. Where the girls look at her titties in the mirror, she's like, it's showtime, or some shit like that. And, that's uh, this, that's, that's this, this movie. Is. Oh, this movie? Oh, my fault. Yeah. It is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my Fridays mixed up. I'm sorry. That was like part seven or something. Good you know, lord, Gary. Get loud. Diner. Uh, she, looks I, fucking, she looks fucking exhausted. She still looks the same today. She'd do a little less eye makeup, though, is what I'm saying. I could agree with that. She would be way more natural as, like, a Ginny type. Yeah. Get somebody. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how old Tom is supposed to be in this movie. It's like about 16 or so, yeah. 35. <laughs> 47. <laughs> he looks 35. <laughs> I got that audition for Knott's Landing next week. It'd be pretty sweet. He became a born-again Christian. I'm going to be a lawnmower, man. He he looks like Faye. Yes, he does. He does, kind of. He looked like like Billy from off of the original Power Ranger. Yes, he does. The porn stash guy was in Savage Streets, Gary. Oh, yeah? Oh, was he? Was he a raper or a rapey? He played Mr. Meeker. Okay. And he was in The Seduction with uh, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild? Yep, and he was in Angel Three as a porn director. <laughs> I, I I gotta get that Blu-ray. I've been watching those Angel films. The director of this movie is a porn director. So obvious now. He's a born again Christian. Uh, the 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 kid who plays what's his name Matt not Matt Shepard that's the victim. <laughs> English. Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, the kid playing Tommy Jarvis, he's, like, kind of ashamed of this. I don't think he didn't... Per- 
Did he participate in Crystal Lake Memories? Uh, I no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's seven and a half hour movie. First he was a born, he was a born again Jason, then a born again Christian. They tried to get him to come back as in part six as the killer, but he wouldn't do it. Melanie Kin- Kinnaman talks about it. Not gonna do it. She was supposed to come back too. His name is John Shepard. John Shepard. Yes. He's actually my second favorite Tommy Jarvis. He was in the Hunt for Red October. His name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> I think that he's really, uh, uh, he's really intense as Tommy Jarvis. Like I believe him as a traumatized, fucked up kid. Like yeah. But I don't look at him and see a kid. That's the problem. And his anger, whenever he lashes out. I think he's the most sad about Gordon, I think. He was on the Friday the 13th series. Because nobody knows how Gordon died all the way. Or if Gordon was dead. He played the constable in the Baron's Pride. I like to think that Jason just threw Gordon out the window. Jason has a history of killing dogs. Jason wasn't even there. You You could see the dog run to the damn window, man. Come on. And he dog, would, that dog dogs don't jump out of windows. Well, he did in that movie. Anyway, <laughs> he was also this guy was also in one of my favorite movies from the '80s. You guys probably have never heard of it, called Thunder Run, with Forrest nope. Tucker. No. Nope. Charlie Forrest Tucker. He was a war veteran, and he had to drive a truck which was transporting plutonium from Nevada to Arizona, and terrorists are trying to steal it. So he he soups up the truck to like try to protect it and shit from those terrorists. It's really good. It's good shit. <laughs> It sounds decent, yeah. Classic 80s, man. They just put Band of the Hand on Blu-ray. Mill Creek did. I'm going to buy the hell out of that. Love that movie. I want to see that again. I haven't seen it in so Love long. that movie. It's like six bucks on Amazon. Hey, I didn't, I didn't see an opening credits and introducing Willis Wheeler. Damn. <laughs> Look at that fade. That fade is nice. Introducing Willis Wheeler as Reggie the Reckless. <laughs> is that the same mask that he was wearing when he was playing the video game in part 4 I believe it was yeah. like, oh, I, so. Good I never noticed that before good catch that. TJ do you think they hired him because he was a good do you think they hired him because he was a good actor or do you think they hired him because he looks like Don Johnson <laughs> neither <laughs> Maybe he just really is crazy, and they're like, all right. I don't. I don't. Let's see, Mr. Gary. I think I have a copy of Thunder Run. I will drop box it to you. Cool. I'm going to check it out. Thunder Run. It'd probably be somebody to pick up. Uh, Bill Creek would pick that movie up. Or character, the master, uh, the master's a Kino Lorber. Oh, got a split. Catch you later, dude. It's action. Uh, in a, f- in a few minutes, if I disappear for ten minutes, I think my laptop's trying to do like a involuntary restart update. I'm trying to see if I can. Oh my fit. god, I hate when that happens. I know. Oh, it sucks. I was. Just like try to control alt delete it and like cancel. No, you're not updating. Oh, we'll hit you with a timestamp if that happens, dude. Yeah, I mean it's no big Oh dude, check out that guy's hair. Wow. 
Where you, oh, I kick ass for the Lord. That is a great come over, man. That's exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> that is a great come over. He looks like uh, that Eagle Man from Buck Rogers. <laughs> the other cop looks like oh. Matt Lillard's uncle. Yeah. These kids were having sex. Get out of here, kids. Oh, my kids. God, it does look like Matt Lillard. <laughs> I've never I noticed think that. that. What's the cat's name from uh, like, Varsity Blues if, and American Beauty? Uh, if dad. Don Knotts had a kid. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, that's a great call, Mike. <laughs> he looks like um, Paul Walker's dad from Varsity Blues, and it very well may be him. Now you've done it. Crazy Ethel's uh -oh. here. Oh, yeah. You big deal, though. Horseshit! Now, Sheriff, you better hear me and hear me good. I want this loony... Well, if you guys fight it, uh, Skeleton did an interview with that lady one time. Now, these kids ain't nothing but trouble. They don't respect yeah, funny. property, and they're all crazy. Mm -hmm. You tell them all! She's having fun. You tell them all! What's that? Randy Quaid's crazy younger brother? <laughs> it does look like Randy Quaid, actually. Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> She's my hero. Would you shut the fuck up? You big deal, though. This is the female skinnier version of nudie. Them kids are having sex in my yard. Leaving their condoms all over the kids on my podcast. That's how I know they want us. We don't even use condoms. <laughs> We don't even believe in fucking unless it's unconsciously. <laughs> I know it wasn't me. My brother pulls out, goddamn art. <laughs> goddamn art. <laughs> I stole that from We Hate Movies, and that's that's their their Wilford Brimley, goddamn art. That's great. So, what exactly is this facility? Is it just like a summer camp for? Disturbed people. It's a, it's a halfway house. Yeah, TJ lives there on and off. Well, I, I I've I've witnessed halfway houses many times in my childhood. You gotta you gotta follow the rules or they kick you out. I love the metal armbands. Yes. Well, that's uh that is um Mark Venturini who played Suicide in Return of the Living Dead. Yes, rest, it is. Rest in peace. Passed, passed away. Yeah, rest passed in peace. away right after that. Yep. Right after this, yeah. Who would give that guy an axe? I know. Kronos from Venom, because clearly he's like a metalhead and listens to badass good shit. He's he, like, have you heard the new Bathory album? No. Fuck your candy bar, then. He's like, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the movie because I didn't get Thor. I'd probably point something out, man, but, you know, fat guy's packing a, quite a wallet there. These girls should be very impressed. Hi, Violet. It's just a candy bar. Hi. What are you doing? I'll say if they, they, if they looked down, they were to respect them a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Girls never look like that, though, when you look like him, though. That's how it is, man. You can count on me, Rob. Girls don't care. They would rather go with Vic Maybe if he just wiped the chocolate off of his, uh, sides of his mouth. But they could kiss him and wipe the chocolate off later. No, no, you could put it on the end of his dick and have a rainbow party. What? 
You don't know what a rainbow party is? I'm so not looking that up. I'm not doing it. It's, it's... <laughs> TJ hosts a cracker party every week. Listen, if you change your mind, I'll be right around, okay? Shall we? Shall we? Oh, yeah, we'll walk right up to the dude with the axe. Oh, yeah, that's what you do. I'd be friends with Vic. But I wouldn't be Asperger-y around him. Look at how many rings he has around his belt. He's got bandanas around his ankles. I'd be like, yo, my ninja, you fucking fucking that log up. That's impressive. He's wearing a spiked armband. Vic's badass. He is. Now, this is the like... type of guy that was totally missing from the movie last night. Yeah, right. You guys had the Asian guy to talk about. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, the token Asian guy. I would have just liked to have seen uh, a, a Friday the 13th comic or, or some sort of spin-off fan movie that follows what happened to him after this. Well, imagine he went, to, he went to jail or some higher mental hospital than just get right... Then it, could get have been right like, it could have been like a great escape movie or something, you know, like... Doesn't have to follow the formula. I just want to follow his character. I'm very interested in him and why he goes nuts. Have you have you seen the last thirty minutes of Evil Ed? Not Evil Ed, Stephen Jeffries, but Evil Ed the movie. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, kind of like that. Also, what made him so mad? Is it because he's there, or is it because like the goth chick dumped him that night or something? Tiffany Helm was like, you know what? You, you don't know how to robot dance. All you do is listen to Venom and Bathory. You don't like pseudo echo and Bajas. Maybe he listened. <laughs> maybe he listened to you do a couple of podcasts. <laughs> maybe he listened. <laughs> that would explain a lot, now, wouldn't it? You just interpreted the wrong way. Goddamn anti-Semite. <laughs> Damn turkey jizz. Look at him, he's like so proud too, like he's just like, yeah, I cut that motherfucking fat kid up, I'm waiting for this day. I'm gonna go home and listen to more Cannon Chalice commentaries. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, because they never release anything. Uh, got 15 shows in the can and only two released. He's got a couple three. out. I have three released, god damn it. I know, man. Massive comb-overs in this movie. They're lovely, actually. <laughs> I do a comb over, but I don't have enough hair to do all that. No more. No more harm and no more things. Why wouldn't they tell those kids to go in the house? They know they're mentally unstable. Oh, I love guys who eat around corpses. It's fucking amazing. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite film tropes. Period. I think in Blood Feast or Blood Feast Two, one of the two. They're both awesome. The guy puts oh, the sandwich right. The same thing in the in the fog as well. I mean, he puts the sandwich right on top of the corpse, and then he takes the sandwich off and continues to eat it. That was the last Friday the Thirteenth. That was Part Four. Damn it, Gary. They've done that in more than one film. TJ. It's just like, well, pretty young girl, really pretty. Oh, real nice talk. Just sign the papers. Yeah, those cunts aren't gonna wait all night. What is with these greasers? They deserve to die. I'm gonna give my wish. Spoilers. 
No He's way. gonna go I'm shit on the rabbit. You're the one who keeps fucking around with this thing, so get off your ass and you fix it. Oh, he was affecting a really horrible New York accent. Pete! What's funny is, I've read a lot of fan theories that these two guys are a couple. An asshole. <laughs> what? Having, Look like, at the leather! Of course they are! They're having like a lover's spat. It's like, cause we couldn't get Adrian's the mud, we got these two guys. Try it now. Oh God, that you, you can cut the Stop sexual around. tension with a knife. Get this done by the time I get back. I'm gonna go douche out my asshole for you. Crap my ass. Just do it, I used man. to have one of those hats, those uh, leather biker hats. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Don't blame me. Playbacks on Rose. The main streets I, of Worcester. I had that in a pair of aviators, and I dressed up as Rob Halford for Halloween. Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't Al Pacino? Oh. <laughs> Ralph Halford works. <laughs> go I ask Powers about the, the the cruising era of Al Pacino. Yeah, go, go ask Powers Booth how the bandana, the bandanas work. Okay, which color you gotta wear? I never knew Rob Halford was gay, even though I listened to Judas Priest. Like you, you like know what? It, it, I was younger. It was one of those weird times where you were you, it was it was frowned upon to come out of the closet, and he came out of the closet, and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, I had no but idea. The early Judas Priest is so fucking obvious, like grinder. Yeah, you say, you say that now, yeah. but when you're listening to looking before you eat something to eat, like oh man, that it's just. What are you doing? Oh, come another... on, even later, listen to Painkiller. Come well, on, that is straight up unveiled. Never mind. There's one that's like I can't remember the name of the song, but it's com like if you read the lyrics, it's completely about male rape and like throwing a guy up against a wall and raping his ass. Like it's so clearly that's what he's talking about. <laughs> now, now, which one of these films is it where all the all the male actors are actually gay and they felt really awkward with their female co-stars for hitting on them? Was that seven or eight? Seven. Okay. Seven. Jason versus Carrie. It's called Fry Gay the 13th. Pretty much. I'm going to have to revisit that one. <laughs> and the dude, uh, the main, like, gay survivor guy that hooks up with Tina, is, uh, he posed for Playgirl back in the day. Oh, yeah, you have the centerfold on your wall? I'd put it on my wall if I had a copy. Yeah, I'm Jason, not afraid. Uh, I'm not afraid of my own sexuality here. I didn't say that was new. <laughs> he's he's coming on uh, to you, you, Gary. If you like the shaft, I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Shaft. Just so you know, my ass is, my ass is closed for business. Shaft. TJ oh, likes the shaft. He's gonna save every one of us. <laughs> Unless, of course, like Shannon tweeds into pegging, and she says, "Hey, you want to give it a go?" I say, "I'll try anything once." Jesus Christ! I didn't need that that in my brain, Gary. Thanks well, for that. Thanks for that, though. That's a nice visual for you before you go to bed. It's very nice. Oh my lord! I'm not gonna. Have I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. <laughs> Gary's getting pegged and eating a cheap steak. <laughs> <laughs> Sick Isn't that a great episode of Britney? You guys ever watch the show Broad City? 
We did a no. great episode. Of, we did a great episode about that. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think this performance is really good. I think it's better than Tom Matthews in Six. Like Tom, Tom Matthews in Six is just like. Jason needs to go to hell. I'm gonna see that he goes there. It's like, it's like, would you take volumes? Like, are you like, you know, you're traumatized. You killed a murderer who killed your mother and possibly your dog. Bite your tongue. The dog. He made his dog a sad. Let's just yeah, yeah, all yeah. straight. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Come here, Reggie. For the last time, Jason did not kill the dog. Whatever. The kids. Traumatized. I feel that this actor actually portrays that, whereas Tom Matthews is just. He was better in Return of the Living Dead. I think the guy's a nice guy, and I love the movies that he's in, and I have no problem with him, but I just don't think he's really a great actor. He's on that, like, Linnea Quigley level. He's in a, he's, he's in a film that took a lot of random people called Mean Guns. Where it's a bunch of assassins inside of a, uh, I think, a tenement building trying to kill each other. It's pretty great. I'd like to see him kind of do like a really serious role and not like something that's campy and that he's not taking seriously. Like, because it's clear that you know, tongue is placed firmly in cheek with the Return of Living Dead one and two and this. Or, uh, sorry, part six. Uh, so. I'd like to see those are the place for dead people. I had to stop TJ from talking. I was about to throw up. No, I'm just checking. Such an asshole, Nudie. Keep that stutter together, man. Kid never shuts up. I know how you Retreat more than anything else. Fucking bullshit. Get right ranch. You know they got weed in those fields. Those fields. This scene is great. Oh, oh yeah. He should have his mad re his mad wrestling skills, Willis. Oh. See how he he rests his hands over his penis. That's how you do it. That's how you're you do it. A message. You're giving a message right there. Tommy. He only touches his dick for Jesus. <laughs> it's a don't fuck with me. Hey Zeus. I'm grabbing my dick right now. That's why rappers grab their dick all. No, the you time. gotta do it one hand. That's what you got. They got it for the Italians. Oh, here well, he's not holding the microphone. Ah, uh, this is it. This is where I really believe him as a character. That's a dick right there. He's like, just I ain't taking no what, fucking dude? shit. Like. What's wrong? No sense of humor. Can't you take a joke? Don't touch me, man. Don't touch me. This is that? Oh, there's the yeah, the, the yeah. FU, Phyllis. Mm. Fireman's Ooh. carry. Oh, my fault. The the attitude adjustment. I'm sorry. That's not yeah, like we're fighting for uh to approve uh, for machismo. That's like I'm fighting to fucking put you down. That's what I like not, to see. He's fighting to go to go for another title run, you know, but he ain't gonna get it. She did a really shitty job putting that thing's head off. Yes, she did. Dull knife. <laughs> she needs a yeah, shop. If you're that using clean. a cleaver, you have to commit. Oh, she's committing. Eat your fucking slap. 
She, she looks like a filthy Asian barbeau, as she looks like right now. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. I'm updated. How beautiful. We are... Her mama. We are 20 seconds from the, third, the 31 minute 31 minute mark. Fuck, that, does that mean I missed Franklin's axing? Oh, uh, yeah. yes, you did. Oh, shit. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck do you want? I might need in two days. I'd like to earn a meal. We are at 31 yeah. minutes in. What do you do? Three, two, one, okay. now. Clean the chicken shit. Out of the chicken coop and dump it behind the shed. You come back here when you got all the shit out, and then I'll fill your stomach. She's trying to get some of that. Dirty old lady. It really doesn't go anywhere. It's like one of those dead red herrings. Like yeah. It could be him, but you don't know it's him. It's just know? an extra body to kill. I'm glad that they show, like, dirty yokels again, though, because they, they lost that after, kind of, like, part two. Part three and part four don't really show the yokels as much. When you see part one, like, it feels like a yokel town. Part two, you see glimpses of it. Part three, not really. There's that little store in the beginning. And part four just feels like it's in a suburb in the middle of anywhere USA, you know? So, so rate, rate these yokels. Yokels from just having a drawl from raping the livestock. Or what do you rate them from there? I thought you were talking to me. Uh, Mid-yokel. Yeah. yeah. They're not full yokels. Dwight yokel. Is, is ten, like, the most yokel? Because then they, <laughs> they'd be, like, a five or a six. Like they're not you, that committed, then, are they? Do you swallow? Do you well, it is. It's it's in New Jersey, so I mean, you know, they're not too far from cities. They're just far enough to be retarded. If Roy, if Roy started, <laughs> looking, he could be Luke Ferrigno. You know, I mean, there's there's parts of the Chicago burbs that are yokel, like Burbank. Roy, the incredible Jason. Whereas um, Roseland, which is the, the the mecca of the Dagos in Illinois, you know everybody knows everybody there. I'm sure. Boy, where does the Dago? You you could be outside of a big city and you can have your fair share of yokels. Mmm. For example, insane clown posse. Yeah, definitely. Juggalo, juggahoo. Suzanne, you don't drink Fago, do you? Ew. I, I have drank Fago in the past, okay? Just not for those reasons. Mostly because it was involved with Roseanne. That was some vile, disgusting shit. Hey, Suzanne, I was raised on ghetto soda. I can't help these, but I like it now. You're not an ICP follower? Oh, there they are. It's showtime. It's showtime. It was very nice, too, by the way. That's really nice of Laura Dern to get, be cast in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she does look like Laura Dern. Can, can there be a scene where she's like feeling Jason's face and saying, does You, you have, look like, beautiful, Jason. Of, there it is. You Do you remember the, the TV show Beer was, is, is that Bird's Eye Beer? Oh, that could be. It's a pool tiver for sure. A little preventive medicine. And a forecast is cloudy in the mountains, sunny in the valleys, and snow flurries. She kind of looks like a manly line. She kind of looks like that tennis player Steffi Groff. 
I'm not sure how up on didn't even 80s, 90s tennis everyone is. But. Oh, I was, it was pretty big back in those days. So I know who she was. How would I she never, spray the... I never noticed that before, but he, he did not even sniff that line, and he did not close his other nostril with his other hand. So, like, he didn't That was totally sick. fake. Yeah, that was, like... I never noticed that before. Man, that cat... That cat did not look like it jumped. It looks like it got thrown in front of her. Probably did. That's what. That's every movie that the thrown cat. You know, do you ever see that skit about the guy who gets hired for horror movies to throw cats? Cat didn't get thrown here yet. I think you're ahead of us, Mike. Girl, you are so. Yeah, you might be. <laughs> One of my favorite horror comedy related schedules, uh, sketches was there was a sketch that Key and Peele did about racist zombies. Like they, they were walking in the neighborhood, but they weren't getting attacked. Everybody else was because they were black. Yeah. Oh God! Because they're, they walk, they walk into the backyard. There's a bunch of black folks having a party because they're not getting eaten by zombies. <laughs> what is it with That's these hilarious. Friday the 13th movies with the girls spraying their vaginas with benectin? They want to feel the burn. Like in part, <laughs> in part two, she sprayed it, oh, and then she just did That's... it in this one too. That's Tenactin, I'm sorry. Because it burns less than their DD. Burnactin. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's like... It's actually a relief. No, that's that's Tenactin. Tenactin, Tenactin. They're spraying their vaginas with it, and it kind of burns a little bit there. They're okay. Binaca? That's how they know it's it working. That's, that's Twathactin. <laughs> what was it? That, what did I say? Binacta? Binacta. What is it? Binacta. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure she, if she's baking a loaf of bread down there, you know what I'm saying? If she sprays some tenactin down there, it might help out a little bit. Uh, gross. Banaka. coke all over the floor. <laughs> Ew, floor coke. That's the best kind of coke. <laughs> yeah, You're not above it, but you like it. Hug out with him, because he has a cocaine. And he had a sweet mustache. And now you're dead. Roy's just killing them for practice, because, like, how do they even fall into the path of him? Well, like, he, he worked for the for the camp, obviously. And... No, the other guy was the other ambulance driver. The bald cokehead guy. Uh, he brought Tommy to the camp. Yeah. Yeah, and he was also there, uh... I think, wasn't he there when they were getting, picking up the body of his son? No. Oh, that was another guy. It was a blonde guy, and that was Roy. Yeah. Oh. You're watching the same movie we are? Yeah, I'm watching the same movie. I've okay. seen this movie a thousand times. Just but check you know what? New, new details. You need to watch it a thousand and one more times, okay? Yeah, really. Yeah. Make sure that, that I'm sure it'll happen. Okay. okay, I've got to correct something. This, I got my Fridays screwed up. This is not the one that I hate with a passion. Which one do you hate with a passion? The one with the telekinetic girl. Uh, oh, Carrie versus Jason. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it much either. That, I, 
just got those two backwards. I thought this one was seven and that one was five. So all the hate I spewed about five, I'm taking back. Well, at least one of us is. Willis, it's your turn. Never. We got I mean, Come on, Willis. It's got, a... got the highest body count. You love body count movies. I mean, body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. Willis goes body count. Body motherfucking count. Body count. Body count in the house. Is this guy Captain Mauser? It goes in the neighborhood. This doesn't make sense to a lot of white folks seeing body count legs. Is in the human body? Cause you about to find out, motherfucker. Believe it or not, I that actually listened to that album. Body count I have ever heard. White folks, white folks seeing body count lyrics. It doesn't make any sense. I can't believe this. Jason he's is dead. I shot him six times. Here's a huge plot hole through the series. I saw Jason Voorhees cremated. He's Ash. Yeah. I just want this guy to say to the cops, somebody get me the Ghostbusters. Yeah, right. God, if he was munching that cigar like it was a dick. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody actually smoke a cigar? Yes. By the, by the time they get to the end of it, it looks like a big old fucking sweaty brown dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask how to... you know that, Gary. Well, I've seen plenty. Yeah, yeah. I've seen plenty of black dicks, and I've seen plenty of people with close cigars. Well, right? stop sending them selfies, will you? We're about yeah, to. Be, <laughs> we're about to be witness to possibly the greatest pair in the entire franchise. Oh, the Tom Cruise wannabe. She kind of looks like Shawnee Smith. This one here. That's a little Deborah bit. Sue Voorhees, right? So that I could see uh, Shawnee Smith all naked. She got mom jeans on. That's not. That's not hot. He's like a that's young 80s. dude to cover. Yeah, but that's very 80s. Yeah. The mom that's jeans. I mean, the ones doing. that came up to right below your tits. That was the 80s. Uh-huh. Those are like guest jeans and stuff like that. Those 80 asses look good in those jeans, Gary. I yeah, guess. If you want your vagina to go up to your neck, you guess it looks real good on you. Hey, I was a child of the 80s. I had my fair share of guest jeans. Yeah, hey, and, the, and they're also it, lip, they're lip huggers, man. You get that camel toe big time. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry I said that now. <laughs> she gets the camel toe and the... the, the, the Every night we the, learn the, something the... new about Suzanne. <laughs> Whatever you call it. Whatever you call it. Pushed up butt cheek. I don't know what that is, but... Uh, I guarantee she's working with the Melbourne right now. I love how, I love how this scene, you, you, get, you get a creeper and you get fake Jason stalking him. And smoking a really puny joint. Yeah. Because you don't know how to roll it. I hope that's some Bubba Kush because that's a tenner. Ooh, six. Gotta love the creeper and a white feeder. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I should say it's the best for now. in the series. This is, this is one of the best, I think. It's like at least, what, top five? This is my top three, I think. Top, well, yeah, for me personally, top three. No. I, it's almost a little too big for me. I go with the uh, the uh, the chick from part three, the sarcastic one who's pregnant and taking the shower. Not the film in general. No, I was talking about the boobs. Oh, I'm sorry. This guy's a one-minute wonder. 
Right. We never did get the... Sorry. That's okay. We never did get to see yeah, gonna... Marta Cobra's boobies. I'm just gonna pause the movie. <laughs> you basically saw them because she <laughs> was just wearing that tank top. They were pretty fantastic too. She does go point. topless in one in some movie, but she was like a, did a Playboy video that she got topless in. But it's they, seem, they seemed fantastic at the time. Yeah, it's hard to find it though. She's got to be cold by now. Yeah. See, hers. She's gonna have to get a breast reduction at her size when she's older, or you know, because it's gonna fuck her spine up, and or she's just gonna have uh, you know flapjacks when she's older. How far away did this kid go that he didn't hear his girlfriend scream, "Mighty hell"? <laughs> he's out there. He's out there skipping stones. It's more important. He's bad at it too. I mean, literally, he's like ten steps away from her, and you didn't hear her screaming. Like, you know, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make My this hole. bitch. I'm gonna make this bitch wait. He's like, I'm part Tom Cruise, part Eric Roberts. Yeah, he does have that Eric Roberts. Capable, yeah, no. hairless man at the same time. I got this sweet stick. Check what if he out. just? What if he just rolled her over? He's like, no eyes, no problem. It's still better than the burning. What if this was like a night of something strange moment, and he's like, "Oh, you're still waiting for me," <laughs> and then he gets stuck because of the rigging motors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not huge on the first one, but I'll watch the first one ten times before I watch the burning again. What are you talking? The first one. Oh, uh, the burning. The burning isn't all that bad. That's fucking gory shit. And the gore effects look stupid. That's probably Tom Savini's. That's probably Tom Savini's sloppiest work. What? I'd rather watch the Prowler. The Prowler is way better. I know the Prowler is way better, but the Birdie is not that bad. I've seen worse slasher movies. It's fucking entertaining as hell. Try to watch it again. Gary knows how to cut to the heart. All I see was young boys that want to fuck each other in bad gore. That's all I saw. I've watched The Burning like 10 times, so I have watched it again, and I love it. There is nothing more satisfying than seeing George Costanza die. He doesn't die, does he? I don't think he has a death scene. Well, in a deleted scene, he fucks Fisher Stevens up the ass. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's all about the gay I, sex tonight. <laughs> I was I was waiting for it to happen as, as much as that gay shit that was going on in that movie. Yeah, great idea. Man, that rap scene is just cinematic gold. It's like, oh, you got the wrong condoms. I'll sell them to somebody else. He's going to use them later on, folks. Well, he may not have to tie a knot in it. <laughs> You know, I miss the 80s. I mean, look at the magnificent hair. Barrettes? I haven't seen a barrette in 10 years. I don't think I've seen one in a store in 20. Look at those banana clips now. No, they, people don't use banana clips anymore. Uh, they're practical, I guess. Get the yeah, hair out of your face. I don't think I've seen a young black man in a red track suit in at least 15 years. I haven't seen one in at least 15 minutes. 
Send them a picture, Willis. <laughs> oh, wait, you're not a young black man. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> Willis, Willis is older than me, and he still looks like a teenager. Willis just comes to Chicago and puts on that, that purple Eddie Murphy leather outfit for me, and, you know, we just go out of the town. That's, <laughs> not, really, that's, that's not really true, but yeah, I like the illusion. When black, when black men, they hit puberty... They, they rapidly age real quick and mature real quick, and then they look like that for the rest of their lives until they die. You look nice and distinguished, like Bill Duke. So, you, like, look at Ernie Hudson. Does Ernie Hudson look like he's in his fucking 80s to you? Like, you know? That's <laughs> because he's probably not, man. Yeah. Drink it in, man! Ernie Hudson is old as shit. Oh my God. Look at this motherfucker shit. right here. He's fucking gorgeous. It's your water, man. God, oh my God! Yo. Look at that Jerry curl! That's Holy shit! shit. This guy's letting his soul glow big time. Have an enchilada. You want you want some pizza? You want some pizza, son? Come on, have some pizza. This was back in the day of, of like the early B-boy movement and shit, where like like the whole like kind of metal dressing, like the thrash metal dressing, and like the B-boys were like mixing. It was a beautiful time in the early 80s. Listen, I want you all to meet somebody. Beautiful. Hey, fam. Beautiful. Now everybody has to wear fitted caps and, you know, baggy ass, like, sports jerseys and shit. What's up, Pam? Back then, you know, you get that Grandmaster Flash kind of look going on. That was the fucking shit back then. Ice-T used to dress like that, too, before he, like, kind of, like, dropped dancing. Pam, you hungry? And started acting. You want to talk on well, then he went into music, and like as he went into music, he he started adapting that style of like gangster rap dress. Then once he went, Jesus, I see this dude die in something. Night of the Living Dead. Hey man, this is bad. Oh fuck, that's it. Revenge of the Living Dead. Return of the Living. Return of the Living. We're fucking up the names. Revenge yes. of the Living Dead? Uh, <laughs> did, did, uh, revolted? Wait, no. No, Return! Return of the Living Dead! Retarded Living Dead? Ferris Remodeling the off. Living Dead? <laughs> this is what happened to the flash and this. Rehabilitation of the Living Dead? <laughs> Anthropophagus? Anthropomorphous. <laughs> oh shit, he eating the baby. He... <laughs> Is that like the lower rent Randy Quaid? That was said earlier. Yes, he is. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. You hear me? Until you hear me! <laughs> it's Randy Quaid's less crazy brother. Kick his ass. And look at those high-waisted fucking jeans, too. It's like that he has a cyberpunk fucking... That's a cosplayer dream to have that I love that they had to put a stuntman to do that for him. <laughs> It's just Tommy's sweet moves, man. I would have liked to have seen these fucking moves in part six. He forgot how to do them, though. 
He lost all discipline. Discipline or discipline? <laughs> because he was hanging out with Horshack from, uh, or Horshack from fucking Welcome Back, God. <laughs> Smoking too much weed with him, he lost his fucking stay martial arts stay skills. Stay cool, baby. Hey, stay safe, reckless. So if anything, he racks discipline all that much more. Yep. Horshack got his heart ripped out by Jason, and then he died of a heart attack. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. I think we should ask Tommy uh, McLaughlin about it. Hey, hey, you okay? Damn enchiladas! Damn enchiladas! And the music video based on this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen ever. Yeah, it's pretty good. The ooh baby, wee baby. Yeah, my God, I actually <laughs> thought of doing it. <laughs> this orgasmic shit. <laughs> I love how fast he's to say he's gonna beat her ass because he's trying to take a shit properly. Oh my God! But no, that that music video. I was actually thinking of using the ooh baby thing for a beat, and uh, I was like, it'd be great. And then, I think I was listening to NFW before I was participating, and you guys said something about a song about it, and I was like, wait, what? Someone already did it? And then I looked it up, and I was like, I could have never done that. That is fucking brilliant. You're gonna get it, bitch. This shit house is gross. Oh, yeah, I really... Sweet-talking someone while they're taking a shit in an outhouse. Whenever it gets you through it, I guess. It takes my colon quite a bit to open up, so if I saw somebody singing my, my colon just a little bit, you know? <laughs> singing open things. Uh, my colon probably sings better than my mouth, so... Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> That's terrible. He's got the he's got the earring in the one ear. See, mm-hmm. It's the left one, so he's not gay. You remember that whole thing? That's how you prove it. Yeah. That was the. Oh, you can get your ears pierced, but it has to be in the left one. If it's in the right one, it says you're gay. Now you're gonna get it, bitch. He didn't wipe his ass after that drippy shit. They no. never do. <laughs> As soon as it go, that pole gets stuck through there the first time, I'm like out that door. I'm like, okay, you're, you're gonna have to catch me. Yeah, I'll jump over my girlfriend's dead body. Fuck he yeah. is, a, he is isolated though. You are correct, sir. Right through the like, very nice. That's how like they, they don't they don't cut past the <laughs> the insertion, if you will, on this movie. These on the back background, uh, I said, Kilroy is here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody like sticks a lot. But it's also Roy is the killer, so kinda of telling you in the background. Uh, I'm trying to think Mr. Roboto instead now. Dan you fucking pointing stuff out, you know? Don't worry got though, motherfucker. Death death by shitbox. Yeah, I think that was I think the guys that made Dead Snow were kind of influenced by that. Where are they? That's a that's a film that's on the shameless. I've never seen any of those films. Where did Matt say he was going? Wait, they were 
Yes, he did. They were like influenced by sticks and Del Mar Arigato. No, I missed something. Do they have too much time on their hands? Death in the outhouse. Oh, okay. Jake, I'm putting you in charge. See, if she was singing Babe to him while he was in the shit house, he probably wouldn't have died. You know. Babe, I believe you. I thought it was Lady, or did they do one called Babe? It is not called Lady as well. Lady. Right. That's oh, one of God. ours, Suzanne. You should be proud of, of Sticks. They're local boys. Um, we, we, we have Sticks, we have Smashing Pumpkins, Pearl Jam, and Cheap Trick. Okay, that's about all we have. But there I are thought Pearl Jam was Seattle. No, he's from, he's from fucking... Uh, which, which suburb is he from? I forget now. But he's from a suburb that's close. <laughs> <laughs> He's from a like suburb. Like you or some shit like that? I know one of the car players for Tool is from Naperville. But good thing I don't like that band, because, you know, Naperville sucks. <laughs> oh, I, I hate like Naperville. I like one Tool song, and that's it. I like a lot of Tool songs. Oh, we have, Distur- we have Disturbed as well, and that guy's a fucking dickhead, I heard. Dave Draymond. That band is fucking retarded. Yeah, I mean, they had one good album, and they're what on their tenth shitty one now. He would play it. Uh, they played at JJ Kelly's, which is uh, pretty close to me. It's in Lansing, Illinois. And he he came back. He was just really shitty to everybody. Oh, you know who else is from Chicago? Mm. Ministry. Nice, Ministry's awesome. Tools' first album, or or whatever, their major one, Undertow, is good. But like everything after that, I just didn't care. I thought Enema was good, too. I like that one. Yeah, I heard Undertow when I was, like, 12, and I thought it was great, and I listened to it a lot. But then every time I heard an album after that, I'm like, they're doing the same fucking thing over and over again. I gotta ask about this film, who the fuck is she feeding with all that that big-ass fucking pot right there? Well, you cook it and you eat it all week. That's the idea. I, I said, Junior, get me the small pot. Those looks like, looks like hella fresh vegetables, too. That's oh, yeah. good. Waste is a good tomato. It's, it's, uh, they're grown on sperm. All the young folks having sex in their fields. Tomato. <laughs> you could tell she is not actually driving that truck. That's very blatant. Yeah, that was. Like blatant, like, Toots is the driving cab blatant, or blatant, like, uh, <laughs> green screen blatant, you know? It just like, um, is it getting in the car? Toots is definitely driving that car. How he reaches the pedals, we'll never know. So, how did the car just die? Did the battery die on her? Probably flooded it because she's dumb. God damn it, why did I dye my hair blonde? <laughs> why do I wear these nonsensical cowboy boots or what the other things are? She ain't wearing no bra. She looks like she belongs in German Hologram. And more accurate than the movie they made. Yeah. That pissed me off, man. I didn't even watch that shit. I saw the trailer and I was like, nope, 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 go fuck yourself. What is that? What's that, uh, TJ? What? What are you talking about? Jim and the holograms, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard from, from, from people whose opinions I respect. 
and then he just turned it on one day and it wasn't awful. You know, uh, I'm not shitting you. Uh, I literally, when I was a, like in my early 20s, I had an idea of writing an R-rated Jim and the Holograms um, reboot where Jerrica is trying to run the orphanage and trying to run the record company. And also trying to be a rock star all at the same time, so she. Has you watch way fucking... too much goddamn Gem and the Holograms, okay? I'm Dude, I love that here. fucking show. So she would have like a serious fucking coke problem and stuff, you know, and like she would be like spiraling out of control, and it would be like really adult. And the whole idea that Rio is into her, but no, he's no, also into no. Jerrica. I'm starting like to this qu- weird fucking triangle, and it could be like super psychosexual, like like fatal attraction type stuff. And I was like, God, oh, this would be so good. Adult Gem in the Hologram. Now, now if, if you want to come out of the closet to me, TJ, because you're writing erotic Gem in the Holograms fan fiction, I, I, won't, I won't tell these guys if you like to take it up the coat, okay? I won't tell these guys, because they'll make fun of you. I won't make fun of you, but if, if you're sitting there writing Gem in the Holograms fan fiction, you got problems. All I got to say is, TJ, where did you get these drugs and they took them from your pineal gland, actually, Willis. Because you know how you're always so fucked up that you can't use drugs? Um, Gary, can you hang up on him? Because I can't do it. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Minute. <laughs> minute. This guy needs a masturbation montage. <laughs> Start jerking off in a warehouse like Kevin Bacon. Wait, wrong movie. You know. His death is like his like the lead up to his death is the lamest. He literally just like I think walks in the room and lightning strikes. Oh, dead. Why would that pick? It said no handball play. <laughs> Why would they play handball upstairs? That's not the second kind of rate. handball they talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> He's like a second rate version of that dude from Pretty in Pink. What's his name? Don Cryer. Yep. Duck Man. Ducky. Yep. Dancing. Dancing? Could I have No handball was. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty lackluster. There's more. And like, how, how did he even get in there? Teleportation. Teleportation, yes, I was going to say that. No, Roy doesn't have teleportation. Teleportation. He does I'll now. Teleportation. Did I say it again? Teleportation. <laughs> teleportation. Tele-rotation, there you go. <laughs> he, he used that old trick, you know? Teleportation. <laughs> hey, kids, you ever heard of tele-rotation? <laughs> it's the new sound that's going through the crowd. Tele-rotation. Like to hear it, here it goes. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Doesn't she go like take the most random shower right now? She feels she feels dirty, like most white girls should. <laughs> yeah, after putting that much eyeliner on. 
She's gonna need a lot, a lot of uh, oxy pads to oh, wipe that off. Melanie Kinnan. <laughs> Kinnaman. Oh, James Dean poster. She she has the worst breasts in this movie. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I like them all, man. That's yeah, great. Yeah, they're cute. That's fine. Look at those nipples. Hey. It's very cold in that room. You don't need more than a handful, right? I like more than a handful. The hell with that. Yeah, we've seen I, I, your, we've seen the girls' butts. You like ten times the handfuls. Well, I, I say that now, but I see like <laughs> re recent pictures of that Ariel Winter girl from a uh, Modern Family. Uh oh. And she's just showing her nice ass and boobs at everybody now. I know she's like seventeen, but. Let me tell you. This is getting creepy. Hey, she they, they they used to be small and now she likes to show them to people. It's not my fault, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the ten, the two year sentence starring Gary Hill. <laughs> I'm gonna go stalk her tonight, you know. <laughs> Confession time, yes. Yes. TJ looks around. This this show has been renamed from two drink minimum to the mandatory minimum. <laughs> Say the statutory minimum. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was very, uh, very smooth. Oh, oh, robot dancing, baby. Oh, yeah. she did it. She climbed into bed. She didn't so even see the guy was in bed or dead. How she's does that happen? She's got Andy Lennox, Cindy Lauper, and Tutankhamen on her wall. What the hell's she, that about? She looks like she's really concentrating too. The Alan Parsons project too. I, I, I thought that's what I saw. No locked doors, gracias. Fucking love this song. This is my second favorite song after the part three disco theme. <laughs> that used to, uh, that's actually my ringtone, the part three theme on my cell phone. Oh, it's so good. There's a YouTube video of this band covering it uh, live, and they do it like phenomenal. Like it's really spot on. I was impressed. It's like what a bunch if, of like what if Roy starts doing the robot dance behind her? That'd be awesome. Start mimicking? That'd be great. Yes. There's your Alan Parsons project. This is why I, sh I shouldn't have been a fucking toddler in the '80s. I should have been like a teenager. I wanted to be a part of this. That's not a machete. That's like a scimitar. Oh, goodbye, honey. Going down Did they now. ever actually film the vagina scene? I've seen the picture from behind the scenes of her bloody vagina. Did they ever do it? Does anyone know? Nudie, you're the Friday 13th master. I don't know. Wait, somebody fill me in. I'm not familiar with the... There was a supposed scene where he ripped, he cut her and ripped it right through her twat. Yeah, he stabbed but, her in the vagina instead. Yeah. Of, oh, robot like, just, girl. There's like a picture yeah. of it, but there's not really known if it got filmed or not. It must. I think it must have got filmed if they had the picture. That's of what it. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. But just like the and beheading people... of part three, but that we're never gonna see. Yeah, and and when I talked to Larry Zerner about the ending of part three, he was like, "Oh, that was never filmed." And I'm like, "Then why are all these pictures?" And I sent him links, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it was filmed. I was actually there for that. I forgot about it." You know, like <laughs> it's like I feel like 
you know, we as fanboys and fangirls are all like clamoring for this stuff, and they're just, just like, yeah, we, we did that one day, yeah, sure. Like, we need to be a see where he finds it and does it. All I see was blood, tits, and ass everywhere. Oh. Willis, you got a hell of a scream. That's how he screams whenever he sees his daddy long legs. Look at him. he looks at his ass. Ah! Oh, that looks good. This scream isn't much better that's coming up either. Why don't you just turn the light on? The obviously have electricity. No, the power went out, I think. Why is it so, why is the hallway so well lit then? Because of the movie. They have to, well, the uh -huh. lights are on. You are, lights on, you are right. wrong. The light is on. Yes. I am wrong, as usual. It might go out eventually, because this is that kind of movie. She just pushed oh, him down. I love Kool-Aid Man. Hello! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that door just kind of exploded. Uh, best Kool-Aid Man scene this one or the one before in part four? I think part four more fluid. Yeah, you know, part four feels more natural. And it, and it makes sense because Jason has supernatural powers, Roy doesn't. So unless that thing was made out of cardboard, hey, it yeah, probably unless, was. Unless Roy's like back in the ambulance through the door. Yeah, he's yeah. on the cocaine. Or, yes, he's definitely on the, or the cocaine. Oh, he took his uh, <laughs> the other EMT guy's fucking cocaine. See, it all comes together. See. I was watching a Friday the 13th, and then I saw a wet t-shirt contest. I think that this is where this movie starts to suffer. I think it's all pretty solid up until this point. And then these chases and reveals kind of get a little lame. Well, they got to close it out somehow, man. Yeah, they're but... Just, it, they're, they're just doing whatever the slasher film does. It begins with that exploding door, and then her, and Melanie Kimmins' terrible screams. Yeah, her screams are really bad. <laughs> Tell us how Reggie, Reggie's... Her screams sound like a gerbil. Reggie just got the fuck out of it. It doesn't feel sincere. Yeah. It's like he's running for the police. Reggie could've just escaped if he kept running. Reggie's the kid that can jump a fence pretty easily. He's like, fuck you, white bitch. Crazy white bitch is getting murdered, I'm leaving the fuck out of here. I never liked you anyway. Bye-bye, crackers. Bye. Looks like I picked a good day to wear a tracksuit. Maybe Willis. I'm out of here, bitch. Is it a... No, it's a one... Is it a tracksuit or is it a onesie? I think it's just a... That's a... That's just like a lore tracksuit. Because <laughs> if that's fleece, it's getting totally wet by now. Or maybe it is a onesie. I don't think it, it is, so... It'll, it'll be hard to run pretty soon. Because his clothes would be so heavy. Oh no! She's like, oh my god, Jesus, did I find you? Oh my god! My, my blood pressure just spiked up a bit, didn't it? And she's still running in those shoes. <laughs> right? She's like running Jurassic so fast World. in those shoes. She's running oh, yeah. her heels, heels away from the T-Rex. Yeah. Take, the fucking, take the fucking shoes off, bitch. <laughs> Especially now that you're in the house. I can't even speed walk in heels. Clearly, you haven't taken etiquette classes. I love how, like, Roy must have, like, really studied Jason, because, like, he explodes to the door, he throws bodies through windows, 
It's like he really read up on like the police reports, I guess, or like, first-hand witness accounts of how Jason liked to kill people. I never noticed that. I was always questioning if grandfather passed away, but yeah, he killed him, and uh, it, now I got my answer. He just has no eyes. No matter so how it, fast you can run, the man with no life in his eyes. He must have got the covers, too. So you guys watched the, 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 the Italian horror films, and if he gets stabbed in the eye, that's been some death. Now she's got muddy titties. Oh, yeah. She got some mud buddies going on. <laughs> it, it reminds me of the of the, the pom-pom uh, club in, in, in Stripes. How is he not caught up with her? She's just crawling. How has she not gotten up? I understand dramatic storytelling, but like, come on. That's ridiculous. She can't get it up. No, no, I can't get away. I'm just gonna accept my fate like a submissive person. Which, which she which, got up and she got ran over too. Which scary movie was it? I think it was with Shan Elizabeth and she kept like saying, Oh, now my leg is broken. Somebody <laughs> help me. You know, just <laughs> all sarcastically. Oh, that was probably, I think that was, like, Scary Movie. Would have been the very first one, yeah. It's the first one. Yeah. I've watched those in so long. I'm really, so really liking the first one. That's not a onesie, one. I think it's just tucked in. Yeah, I think Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> but they match. In their hoodie. I, I think he double does the midget and, and don't look now. <laughs> little, little red riding, Reggie. Makes sense. He has the giant cleaver, or whatever. You're gonna, gonna hack a uh, down Sutherland's neck and half. The man. The man with his skills. Is he dead? Oh, I'm not dead, bitch. Yeah, kick him with the heels. I just wanted loot Doctor Loomis to come out of this. Get away from him. He's still breathing. <laughs> hey, Lonnie, get your ass away from that. It's like, how, how do you know that? Because the music just started again. Doom. 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 I never got the point where you, you were going to see in a little while, but he's wearing a rubber mask, and it, it's so stupid. Well, not a, just a mask, but like the over-the-head gear thing. Yeah, I know. What, what's the point if you're covering your face? It's because, because Jason, because uh, Jason had didn't have hair at least after part two so are, are, are there any eyewitnesses in this 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 special needs camp that have seen jason though <laughs> there was there there could i guess be. I, I guess there's tommy i guess i guess he's trying to impress tommy jarvis it's also like, a conti it's a contingency plan in case he does get spotted they'll be like it was jason didn't and i did, didn't i do good tommy with the with the illusion or maybe this is just a trial run for like his new career path, so he's trying to be as accurate as possible. Let's get the character, y'all. You playing Jason today? Now Arnold's gonna bust out of this shed with some freaking saw blades and shit. Imagine that mashup: Commando, Mixed Fry Thirteen Part Five. <laughs> and of course, that has gasoline in it, because every chainsaw has gasoline in it, because Hollywood. But just enough to start at once. Yes. Well, they have to homage part two and part three at the same time by having the chainsaw, Ginny fight, and Marn. Oh, 
unless your name is Ash. Yeah. You see, the real Jason would have took that shot to the shoulder. He should have played some Errol Flynn fucking fencing bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but you can still use this as kind of a piercing weapon. Okay, I played a little too much Diablo this week. He's like a blunt object. That's all you can use it for. You could use it as a blunt object, not really a piercing weapon. The teeth I don't know, if you push... Well, if you push hard enough, it's gonna go in. What are you gonna do with that, honey? That's what she okay, said. Okay, that push. didn't come out well. <laughs> That's what she said! <laughs> push it hard enough, it'll go in. If his skin was made out of marshmallow, maybe, but no. Tommy Jarvis like, wait a minute, something's not right here. You wanna go for the title? Come on. Hey. I'm Jason too, Blue Chevron. Come get me. This is this is just like that scene with the weapon toward at the end. He's Mel Gibson and Jason's Gary Busey. <laughs> Let's go fight out in the rain. Mr. Joshua, probably the best thing I ever saw Busey in. Have you ever seen Drop Zone? Yes, I have. And I keep trying to forget. Silver Bullet. Silver Swoop. Bullet. Oh, Silver Bullet. He was uh, really good at that, but I really liked him in Lethal Weapon. Uh, un under Siege, Busey and Drag, your argument's invalid. The okay. Buddy Holly story. I love the Buddy Holly story. No, I do too, but I really, really liked him as Mr. Joshua. Well, like I said, Under Siege, Busey and Drag, your argument's invalid, okay? Uh -huh. Busey and Drag always trumps everything else. Because he played a right. The ginger dead man. No, nobody's seen the ginger dead man. I've seen the ginger dead, I've, dead man through the I've five minutes in the movie. He's awesome. I, it's all over Hulu, and I still haven't. I, I still can't pull the trigger on it. <laughs> He's awesome in that movie. See, Nighthawks, he could sly and drag for about five seconds. Well, he, he got a wig on, anyway, you know. And... Yeah, that's awesome. I like him in Predator, too, though. I do wish they originally went with their initial idea of having uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger reprise Dutch. No, I, li I like part two for different... I like the two different things. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a good oh, it movie. turned out, right? So, Arnold was supposed to, originally? Did they not get him to agree to do it, or did they just change their mind, or what? I think he was busy working on something else, and I don't recall what it was. Maybe like raw deal. Probably his mate. Uh, <laughs> I'm more interested. Like Terminator Two or something like that. I'm more interested now that he's old man already. He, there's a chance he's going to come back and play Dutch again in this uh, this Shane Black and Fred Decker thing. If they bring, and did you know that Lawrence Fishburne was supposed to be Danny Glover in Predators? I uh, I wouldn't. Have. He's too young. He would have been too young, in my opinion. Well, Danny Glover was supposed to come back and replay his character from Predator 2. Mm. That he got kidnapped by the Predators for defeating one of them, so they wanted to study him on a foreign planet. I And that would have been great. If Danny Glover was in that role, it would have been fucking phenomenal. But, uh... I just, they're always trying to bring back the original characters, but when the actors are like, no, they like rewrite them out and quickly change their names or something, you know. But yeah, Gary Busey was supposed to originally be Dutch, and Lawrence Fishburne was originally supposed to be like Danny Glover. I really, that would have been interesting. I really wish they went with those ideas. 
Hey Jason, you distracted? Guess what's gonna happen next, motherfucker. Oh. We have our plan. Oh. Somebody put those hilariously Looney Tunes spikes right there. Very conveniently. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't say Acme on them. Are those spikes, like, do they serve anything? Do barns, like, do you throw hay down well, onto they're, them? They're, they're serving right now. They just serve Jason, or, or uh, Roy here, uh, uh, a death sentence. They finished him. But also, when Shavar, when Shavar Ross, like, broke out of the barn doors on that fucking tractor trailer, were those spikes there? I don't think they were. Continuity error. The problem is that they're, they're there now, so it's a very good solution. I just want to know if they're a real farm tree or not. I just like that's the thing. I know what a chainsaw does, so that makes sense. Now, I'm a city girl. Stuff. Farm stuff is completely beyond my purview. Farmersonly.com. Mm hmm. Get him. Die. Die. Mash him off. Dead giveaway. I think he's dead. Damn you, Roy! <laughs> he ruined his pretty mask. When I first saw this in the theater, I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, the first time <laughs> I watched this, I had no idea what was going yeah. on. No, you never see it. I was like, what happened to his face? Yeah. yeah, he's also not recognizable as Roy here. Right. Because it's like obviously like a, a, a model. Like, I was like, who is that? <laughs> I had no idea. When, and I saw this movie in the theater. Hello, nurse. <laughs> you ever seen? You ever seen the rubber face? But that may have been like the fish mask that uh, that Tommy had in his room. He may, he may have stole it from from Tommy because it had kind thought, of the, it's kind of the same back on it, you know. But I just uh, thought it was the way that it was cut open, so you, his face was exposed, was just a little a little what? A little what? Right. It okay. was. It was a little convenient. Yeah, like yeah. why would it split open that much? Exactly. It got caught know. on the spikes and physics. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the fat boy was his kid. Did they ever explain how they already didn't know that in the first place? Of course. Like his that son was enrolled there. The, you would. You would think his son being enrolled there would be like, oh yeah, that's Roy, uh, Franklin's dad. I want you to check out these headshots from the making of Friday the 13th Part 5. <laughs> A.K.A. repetition. Maybe it's, uh, you know, he it was an illegitimate son he did not know about. But he knew about it, but they didn't know it was his son. Well, if he did know it was his son, why is he going to... Yeah, he said he knew, it he is just a, kept I, it quiet. I, I think I your think answer is... is your answer is over. Your answer is over the top. How did they have that picture of Jason in the newspaper? Like, was that, like, like it was like a mug shot. Like they brought him in the prison with the mask. Smile, Jason. It's like, hey, publicity still. Maybe Arsenio Hall took that picture. That's Blue Steel right there. He was interviewing him. Well, that's years later. Continuity error right there. See. Yeah, that was after part like, six. Take care I about that. That was actually for part eight, but it was a joke. God damn it. Just saying, you can't, you can't you're, get talk, that you're, you're talking about continuity, and that happened years later. 
If you have to explain hey. it's a joke, that means it's not too funny, TJ. Yeah. And this is where Friday Five takes the deadly friend ending. Yes, it does. Or the Halloween Four ending. Boo boo, boo boo. Takes it from this, I guess. Baby. I like Deadly Friend. It's that a Deadly Friend's pretty fucking. It's like a forgotten Wes Craven. Yeah, uh, it's forgotten for a good reason. He's got some great stuff in it, though. That basketball yeah, scene. Yeah, the theater to see that. Yeah. To see Deadly Friend because she'd read the book. And you want to ask me if? I'm, I'm sorry. When people ask me if I'm into basketball, I say I'm into Deadly Friends. <laughs> I, I'd actually read the Deadly Friend book too, and it was—it was more like sci-fi. And then I heard when they filmed the movie, the studio like demanded they make it more horror, so they added in a bunch of shit. Oh my god! What happened? He's got a—he's yeah. got a—he's got a border right now. I tell you. Yeah. Uh, can I double as John Johnson on Miami Vice? <laughs> uh, what am I gonna do after this movie's done filming? Uh, hold on, eyebrows. You'll be okay. Craziness. Just craziness. Oh, now the real Jason's back. Oh, I'm breathing. Breathing real hard, man. It's very skinny. Yeah, he looks like he's bracing to get mounted. <laughs> again, back to the gay shit again, man. Sit on it, Jason. Not in, down, not in Donald <laughs> Trump's America, goddammit. He's got the, the Jason slide scar right there, see? He looks like he's... He, Tommy Jarvis looks like he'd make a better Michael Myers than Jason. Yes. Oh, he's disappearing. I know what I have to do. That means Jason, uh, <laughs> he, he invaded him. The only thing missing is the man in black from Halloween 5 just randomly showing up. Uh, I really wish they went on with this ending for the series. Like, Tommy Jarvis would have been great as the next Jason. Yeah, because the problem is when Tommy Jarvis returns in part 6, it's like, well, wait a minute. Didn't you uh, become the new Jason at the end of five? Yeah. And I, I, I really, I would have loved it because Jason possessed his mom, and now Jason possesses Tommy Jarvis. It's like a, this curse that's passed on. It would make sense. And nobody heard the blast, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd Come think, on. you'd think because of. Uh, him being at the halfway house, he would already be under like 5150 restriction, where he'd be heavily monitored. Room. Jason got a lot shorter. How you doing? Oh my god. <laughs> Friday Five, still goddamn enjoyable. I'll start with Willis. What'd you think, sir? On this this go around. Well, this thing was just the craziness all the way around. Man, I don't, I hate the movie, but I don't think it's the worst thing ever. I give it a five. Okay, Mike. Well, you kind of heard my spiel at the beginning. I think it's a solid entry in the series. It's uh, it's kind of a, a logical approach to the franchise, because if you 
if you look at parts one through four as like the legitimate ones and this was kind of a good like i guess a decent excuse to have a fifth one to say hey it's someone imitating him and this is before jason goes truly supernatural so um i would give this a solid seven cool nudie yeah i'm with him on that seven is great is good score for this movie it's uh I, don't, I like it. It's fun. It's different. It tried something, you know. It didn't work fully, but still a pretty good entry. This, this is probably the worst, the worst uh, final girl in the series, though. I think she's even worse than Dana Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's Dana Kimmel's not that bad. Oh, she's bad. <laughs> but yeah, this is a good, a solid uh, seven. TJ, what do you think, sir? I I'd go for a 6. It's it's above average which would, you know, would be a 5. Um it's not as good as the first four, but it's not as bad as some of the stuff that came later. So I enjoy it. And it's also one of the only ones that is the last one that totally holds like its own with the first four like musically and direction-wise. After this, it's completely different. Like six on, the music's different, the direction's different, the tone is different. So I'm glad that it is in conformance with the first four in that way. Cool. Uh, Suzanne? It's not as bad as I I remembered. And it's, it is a solid, you know, reawakening of the series. You got to start somewhere. But I think I'm going to give it a six. Fair enough. Uh, me, myself, I, I enjoy this one quite a bit, actually. I think it's, like I told Mike, it's in my top three of these of these particular films. And I, uh, I'm i going to give it an eight. Probably the highest, I mean, the highest score on here. Not just because, but I, I do enjoy it quite a bit. I think it still plays pretty great, even, what, 30 years later, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, with that, I will kick it to Mike to tell us where he could find his all of his good stuff. Well, uh, I'll keep it short and simple because I've, <laughs> I've I've mentioned a bunch in your last couple episodes. So, uh, evil episodes and theme warriors. If you if you want to know more about them, look them up on Facebook or listen to the last few uh, two drink minimum commentaries where I said a lot more about them. Cool. Nudie. NFW Podcast. The Tear Troop Podcast. No, I'm not on that one, but um, I had to do it to bust <laughs> up Willis because he always steals my plugs. <laughs> NFW Podcast at Yahoo.com and all that good stuff. Cool. Willis. Uh, it's Nudie already did one of mine. So. <laughs> yeah, <that's a> <laughs> my YouTube page is wild, man. Oh, Willis, how did I forget that one? <laughs> a Twitter page DC, and you can also find Wildman Willis reviews on Facebook. Uh, Suzanne, ah, uh, you can find me at the Dead Letter Office if you want to read my ranting, raving, which is funny, and obviously. Here. <laughs> 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 
at Flyer One. Just follow the Bloody Ballerina. Great, uh, TJ. Canon Chalice commentaries on Horophilia and FW and um, the Satanophile with the with two E's at uh, dot blogspot dot com and Counterproductions and Bohemian Grave on YouTube. Okay, uh, me myself. This program is to you right now, and the Seven Beef Podcast with Jamie and X as well is on the Legion feed, and uh, Sloppy Seconds, the movie sequel podcast, is on horophilia.com at GW at Seven Beef Cast. Um, I'll give a couple shout outs to a couple of podcasts I think you should be listening to. None, none, of, none of ours, ours all suck. Yes. But there's a, there's, a, there's a new one on the, on the scene. Uh, the Psychosomatic Podcast uh, with Darren Wilson. He's brand new to podcasting, and he did a show with a uh, friend of this program, Court Psyops. Yeah, they had their first film. They're all political films, and they're all political talk within the films. And yeah, I, who hate political shit, really enjoyed the movie. Really enjoyed the show. But the first film was uh, Turk 182, which is a film I never seen before. But apparently, it's a thing. That's good. With uh, Timothy Hutton. Timothy Hutton. Yeah, I heard it's a good movie. That's yeah, good. I never seen it before. I haven't seen it before though. But uh, check check out Darren's show, uh, and because Ricky was busting my balls earlier, check out the Hail Ming Power Hour on LegionPodcast.com. dot uh, com. Their 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 holiday show, if you guys haven't heard it yet, is really something to behold because they put a lot of production value in their shit. I put no production value in my shit. It's just us talk, talking shit, but Ricky and Danny put on some skits and some songs and some... They do Randy Newman impressions, which are fucking hilarious. <laughs> so check out the Hail Ming Power Hour on LegionPodcast.com. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you guys. You guys download it anyway, but uh, I can say I give you a shout-out, Ricky. And I bust my balls, and I'll see. But uh, I'll leave it at that. But always... <laughs> <laughs> this has always been and always will be your two chicken commentaries. See you next time.